Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the ENS Football Podcast. It's episode 39. I've got an apology to make straight away. It's an apology, ladies and gentlemen, all listeners listening to the podcast, episode 39, ENS Football Podcast. One member of the podcast might not be on his A game today, might not quite be on his A game. Someone at the Wolves End of Season Awards last night maybe had a little little bit too much to drink. It was the Wolves End of Season Awards sponsored by Chateau du Rioja 2016. Unfortunately, no one else at the table got to see that nice drop of fine wine because Mr. Tim Spears at Tim underscore Spears underscore star decided to, to quaff most of it at, uh, during the night in, in massive proportions. Quaff. Quaff's quaff. A, quaff's a good quaff word. is a good word. Why, why picking on me? Welcome to the NS Football Podcast, Mr. Tim Spears. Thanks. How's it going? Yeah, feeling fresh as a daisy, really good. <laughs> fresh as a daisy? Yeah, just loving life. How, uh, how was last night? Enjoy it? Uh, Some yeah. might say a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. I, okay. didn't, I didn't embarrass myself. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. Managed to get through a bloody video, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... The the, the the awards are running slightly behind schedule, so they, they, they kind of finished around about 11.15 mark, of which we decided to do a, an impromptu video, well, half impromptu video, um, outside the bar, of which there was much frivolity going on at this time. People would be quite, um, shall we say, well-oiled. Um, so we had to speak up, and uh, yeah, it was, um, it was an interesting one. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm dehydrated and... People have seen the and, picture. And I've got a bit of headache, but I'm not hungover. No. I'm just ill, it's fine. <laughs> you need to drink more water. Yeah, it's, it's probably a bit of flu, you know. What about the, uh, the bottle to the, to the lip situation, drinking out the bottle? I don't like to, I don't like to do that. I've, yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been to, I've been with you in, in, since I've since I've to two awards, um, and you've been drinking out of the bottle in both of them. So when you say you don't like to do it, you, you're two for two, one hundred percent. I can't is... resist it sometimes. <laughs> if it's my bottle and no one else is drinking it, then what's the point in pouring it in a glass? Well, yeah, and to be fair, you alienated the rest of the table. You started swinging from it before the starters. So fair dues, can't knock that. Oh it was dear! A good night, though, wasn't it? Good night. It was a good night. Enjoyed it, and we're, we're going to talk about it later on in the podcast. Um, oh, right, okay. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll shut up then. Well, yeah, I'm just going to say it, it was an enjoyable night. Um, obviously, despite the league position, etc., I thought they put on a really good show. I thought the Wolves guys did, did a really good job, and yeah, it was enjoyable. So we're coming to the end of our podcast now. I'm starting to get a little bit emotion. No. no, what we did? What's our plan? Did you say? I, I forgot what you were saying. Yeah, I don't really listen. It goes in one. I know. You know I know. Next. So today, yeah. Well, you'll do your, your spiel in a minute. <laughs> spiel, <laughs> say, spiel. Say what's happening. Yeah. Um, normal, normal kind of podcast today. Yeah. Next week we're gonna do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look God. at some players and, and you next. No, draw a list. Draw a list. I'm just a bit you. slow. I am a bit slow today. <laughs> next week, we're yes, gonna, you next are. Next week we're gonna do, um, like a look ahead to the summer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and um, I, I think I think uh, I quite I'm quite up for the idea of doing like um. <laughs> He's not on his A game, ladies. This Dude, is this man. is a D no, game. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got okay, it. Okay. Okay. Next week, I think we'll do like Lambert keeps saying he wants a squad of twenty three. Mm. I, I quite fancy you know picking a squad of twenty three, including signings. Nice, like that. I think we're going to go through each position. Mm-hmm. And um, and properly dissect what needs to happen in the summer. That will that that sounds decent to be fair. So that'll be next week. That'll yeah. be the last one of the season, and then the week after is going to be like a compilation of all the best bits, little little two and a half minute podcast. <laughs> a little compilation. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Pri- uh, pri- private joke. No, <laughs> no. That's pretty good. That'd be, that'd be decent. That'd be decent. Um, so yeah, and then we're going to be away for what four weeks? I reckon four to five weeks. I think uh, we'll miss out just to recharge. Miss out most of June. Yes, correct. Um, I think that the players normally come back like last week of June, so mm. maybe that's when we'll start kicking off again. Can I just say over the last two to three weeks, yeah. and whether this has coincided with us doing more Wolves-related stuff or not, we're, we're not sure. But the uh, the, the banter and the love the out love. there has been awesome, and we absolutely we absolutely we appreciate it so much. You know, whether it's been you know Twitter or on emails, or just people approaching us at the games or the awards last night. You know, whether it's you know some some members of the Wolves staff, some you know some fans and stuff like that. Can't emphasize enough how delighted it is to to for you guys to come up and, and just no, you know it's it's all, get feedback know, as well. We don't get much abuse of the week from mm. the old uh, podcast. No, um, no. And some some lad came up to us on um, on Saturday on Sunday at the game. He was a nice bloke. Yeah, came down we, the stairs. We, yeah, we, 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 were, we were a bit preoccupied. So we, we were. Apologise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and at the awards last night, uh, some people come up said great podcast and all mm. that all mm. that shenanigans. Finnage, he was there. Finn, yeah, Finnegan. I didn't want to get to speak too much to him, but he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Member of the podcast, Finnerato. Yeah, um, no, Finnegan. Lots of kind of heart heart emojis would be the sum it up in emoji form. Yeah, we appreciate decent, it. Decent. When I mean, we we obviously we you know we're striving to become bigger and better. And next season, like I said, there's some some plans underway which we'll unveil throughout the summer. Which we'll unveil when 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 I've decided what they are. <laughs> <laughs> You just you you just you just go into that corner, okay? I know you had the uh, I know you had the shakes last night. You put on that uh, little biker jacket to keep you warm. Tasseling L. Incorrect. Incorrect. Lies. Um, so today we'll talk a little tiny tiny bit about Preston because it's his last game of the season. We'll look back on the awards last night. We'll also take a look back of this season as a whole, Tim, today. Right. We'll look back at the season as a whole. Just, you know, a brief, you know, a brief sweep through from start to finish. Yeah. That seg- is segment, is it? Segment, segment, yeah. Yeah. Season highlights in brackets and lowlights. Um, we'll have abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Uh, massive in. We'll have one of the final Lambert watches of the season. The official final one, but we'll also have a, a compilation of Lambert watches as well. Later on, but um, yeah, it's gonna be, I'm gonna have it like I say, holding back the tears for that one. I wonder like, how it's gonna end. I wonder how it's gonna end. TBD. Um, okay, and also we'll to be decided. At, yeah, and we'll also look back um, and or look over what's what's gonna happen in the next three to four weeks, really, for the for the Wolves fans. So season over, hallelujah! Wait, it's been a long time coming. Wait, Wolverhampton Wanderers fifteenth played forty six. One sixteen, drawn ten, lost twenty. Four fifty four against fifty eight, a goal difference of minus four and points of fifty eight. That's one place below Barnsley and one place above Ipswich. It's also one place below last season. Despite twenty twenty spending twenty seven million pounds. Twenty seven million pound gets Baby. you what does it get you these days? Gets you a third of Paul Pogba. True. Um, it gets you a championship and FA Cup roller coaster. Yeah, gets you twenty-seven Paul Gladons. That's true. It does. All in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Who's, not been great. It's not been no. great. But you know, Preston 
I know everybody says, oh, I was interviewing at the end and stuff like that, and people say, I didn't care, it was a nothing game, blah, 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 but I quite enjoyed Preston. I thought there were a few positive signs there. I know it's easy to say when people aren't trying so much and there's no pressure there, but at the same time, I I mean, I thought that there were a couple of displays on there, you know, obviously Jordan Graham being, being the main one where you think, yeah, yeah, bring on next season. Have a break first, of course, but bring on next season. Yeah, 54 Jed Wallaces. Oh, <laughs> he's still going on with this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was your question? Oh, goodness me. I'm just saying that it was pretty positive, the last game of the season. And quite enjoyable from a game that was, you know, kind of a dead rubber. It was, it was a nice little way to end the season, wasn't it? In the sunshine. I, yeah. I, um, I quite enjoyed it. I thought, you know, fair play to them. They hadn't turned up for a few weeks and they, they turned up, didn't they? And they gave a complete performance at home and a win and a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Can't say that to me. It's nice season. If at all. If at all. So, you know, uh, uh, Burgoyne, first clean sheet. Jordan Graham, first start. Yeah. Another, another assist. Danny Bart, goal. <laughs> Dicko looks sharp. Dicko was probably best Silvio game. Silvio looked good. Silvio, two and three now. He's looked pretty good. Yep, so a lot, uh, quite a few positives. All about the win. They could have won three or four nil. Mm. Ina Bakari looked great again. Except, oh, yeah, he did. Except for finishing. So it was not nice to kind of end the season on, on a little high. I mean, it means absolutely nothing. Mm. You know, Wolves beat Sheffield Wednesday 2-1 on the... On a sunny final day last season, better not to lose though, and, and really finish the season. Yeah, in, with in the a shocker. With, with the record they've had recently, I think well they'd well they'd lost two they'd lost two on the spin. So if you're going to end with three defeats, uh, um, scored a goal at Molyneux, which they hadn't, hadn't managed for a little while as well. So um, yeah, it, it it was needed. I think it was needed. Um, why why do you think Jordan Graham's come back after such a long layoff and looked? Pretty much the player that he was. I know it's early days, and yet Nua Dicko's come back and, and, and has taken arguably the whole season. Good, good question. Good question. I mean, so, scientifically, there may be reasons behind that that I can't explain as far as their injuries go. I think Dicko's um, not really enjoyed playing on his own up front. Mm. It's not something he did, be- he did before. He was playing with Benicophobe for most of his time before his injury, almost all of his time. So he hasn't enjoyed that role, I don't think. He hasn't taken to it especially well, um, and we've only kind of and, and he's had to play a lot. Of fo- he's had to play a lot of football. If you remember when he came back, Wolves were Wolves only had Bod Varson really as a striker, Mason as well, but the, Gladon obviously just didn't work out. No. So the, I think too much emphasis was placed on Dicko too too soon. He's played a lot of football this year, considering probably more than he originally thought. I'm sure probably more than he originally thought, and he's you know. Didn't really get that initial goal. Took him months to get the goal, which, yeah. which definitely knocked his confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard it said before that it, it, even when you come back, it takes you twelve months, another twelve months on top of that to be the player that you were. Yeah. And it's not an exact science. It's not the same for everybody. And Graham, yeah, he did look good, but it was one appearance mm. in an end of season friendly. Let's sure. be honest. So yeah, it yeah, was a right, perfect yeah. game for him to. True, 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 true. So, but no, he did look good. And things like, you know, Graham contributed with things like set pieces, which have got nothing to do with fitness, have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just delivery anyone, was lovely. Anyone could swing a corner in. It well, not everyone. I've seen some stinking deliveries this season. <laughs> when Cavalera hit the corner flag, we're there for that one. That's a no then. 
<laughs> nice little uncomfortable laughter there. <laughs> Maniacal. Were <laughs> 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 you there for Cavalier at the corner? Ruff, 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 ruff. No. <laughs> I was there when Connie Cody kicked out of play multiple times and missed <laughs> the seven yeah. men that were in the box. No, but you know, you know my point. Yeah, you know, yeah. Injury doesn't affect the fact you swing a corner. And so... Um, I I'll be I'm more com- more optimistic about Graham for next season now anyway. How optimistic are you about Michael Zero? Hard to tell. Do you know I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen him in an under twenty three game yet, mm. and he's um he's not been involved this week. Birmingham Senior Cup tonight. It's been recorded on Wednesday afternoon. Not involved in that. He wasn't involved on Monday in the playoff game for the under twenty three. So no, I I haven't seen him. I'd have thought that he would be on a a special program during during yeah, the off that, season as well. They, they they all are. I mean, they, they've all been given. It's Tony Daly's individual. Tony Daly's time to shine is right. right now. He's given them all individual plans. They've received them all on Monday. What, per player, everyone's per player. Got... Everyone's got a specific plan because they're all different. You know, someone like Dave Edwards, for example, or John Daddy Varson, both mm. played in the, in the Euros last summer. Came back a bit fatigued. So mm. they, they might take it a little bit easier because mm. maybe they need a bit of a break. Mm. Um, Jordan's like, Graham's is, is Jordan's Graham. Jordan Graham. His is Marbs and then Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, someone like Joe Mason, you know, again, mm. injury problems, just come back. And Mike Williamson, whether, yeah. whether, whether he stays or not, you know, he'll, 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 mm. he's certainly at Wolves until mm. the end of June when his contract's up. So yeah. he's got a specific plan. Even though he's fit now, you know, he's, he can't maybe overdo it as much as the other. So, yeah. All, all different individuals. But all, all, let's say, let's say, let's say in, a, in an amazing kind of world, well, maybe not amazing to some people, but everyone's kept on, everyone stays, it's the same squad as, uh, as is now. You're going to have a fully fit squad going to pre season. That's potential, which, you know, was never ever going to happen this year. Yeah, well, you know, last, last season's massive injury problems, which were a, a big, a big con- contributor to Kenny Jackett's downfall. Which is easy, easy to forget and, and w- will be forgotten mm. over the course of history that Wolves had so many injuries last season. It was a massive problem. That's carried on to this season, obviously with Dicko and Graham and Zyro and Williamson as well. So, um, But it, it looks like Touchwood, they're, they're behind the worst mm. of that now. Connor Ronan's back as well. Yeah. So all the ones that have been injured this season are, are, are back now and injury-free. So keep that going over the summer. And they'll be desperate to go on holiday after that Preston game. But they had to stay behind because we had the Wolves end of season awards last night. Uh, the full squad there. Uh, Mr. Lambert, Mr. Dalrymple opened proceedings. You say full squad? Was <laughs> <laughs> it a full squad? <laughs> there might have been a couple of absentees. <laughs> Somebody getting a flight to Holland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the absentees. Um, one potentially accepted to the other one a little bit little bit of a shock Paul Gladon 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 Glads Glad to be home <laughs> Glad it's all over <laughs> Glad his Wolves career is done <laughs> He's going to be bothering or frequenting the um, curry houses in, in Holland now instead of Schiffnell and um, knocking down um, clubs doors as well saying please take me because he's got one more year left hasn't he uh, oh god! You keep putting me on the spot about contracts. Oh, sorry. You did it in the in the video last night with Conor. Apologies. Rowling. Apologies. Um, oh yeah, I did. I like I'd, that. I didn't mean to do that, but I liked it. I like you being orcs. I predict. I predict he signed a three-year contract. I'll. I'll. I'll check. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the problem with Gladon. Yeah. O- obviously, who wants him? Obviously, he's not welcome. No. Um, and, <laughs> he's not. And Lambert, Lambert, you know, doesn't rate him. Is he welcome on the podcast? Who wants to go on? <laughs> um. So obviously, you know, they'll be looking to move him on. But A, who's going to pay for him? Because they'll yeah. want a lot of that million pound back. It's true. B, who's going to pay his wages? 
Oh, yeah. He looks very happy. Yes. Not playing much football. And writing restaurant reviews <laughs> at Michelin star restaurants. So it's not, it might not be as cut and dried as everyone thinks. You know, they've got to make money from him and he's got to, he's got to keep earning the money that he's on. So it's just what happens with him. Do you not think there's any kind of crazy scenario where Paul Gladden makes one more appearance in a Wolves shirt? Well, you never know. B- B- uh, Siggy, Bjorn Sigurdarsson, he'd, he'd gone. Sigster. Lambert, Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> um, Lambert, uh, Lambert. Kenny Jacket even said, uh, you know, we're going to look to move him on. Yeah. And then three months later, he was even the team. Yeah. And played the whole of second half of last season. He's so. still, still garbage, though. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> utter bilge. Oh, I like Ziggy. Oh, it was bilge, though. I liked him. And what, I liked him in, if you want to finish in the bottom eight of the, of the championship, like. What's your, what, what's your problem with Siggy? Well, he's not, he's not going to get you to the Premier League, is he? No, but I liked, I liked him. I oh, he's a decent little player. Okay. How's he done this season? Uh, and so, so, so <laughs> Silvio was the, was the <laughs> Silvio was the other one who didn't make it. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't make it to Telford last no, night. No, yeah. couldn't make it to... You read between the lines, ladies and gentlemen. Read between the lines. Yeah, they, they are, uh, so I understand he's gone back to Portugal. Which doesn't necessarily, necessarily, I mean, I think he will be off, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's gone because, mm. you know, that's what players do this time of year. They either go on holiday mm. or they go to where they're from for six yeah. weeks, you know, six, seven weeks. So, winners on the night. Let's talk about our tale because we had our own winner of the night, our, our own Express and Star fan of the year. What a top man, Dylan. Dylan. Dillmeister. What a top, and, and frequent listener to the podcast. Bob Dylan. Got to meet him on, on Sunday. Absolutely. Dylan Stevens. What a legend. Do you want to, I mean, I know we did discuss it last night, but just a little bit of background Shaking to Dylan. Shaking Stevens. Shaking Stevens. <laughs> Dilbot. Matthew Stevens. <laughs> Snooker um, player. He's, uh, yeah, I, I, an, unbel- an unbelievably top bloke. Top story as well. Top story. Two stories on this. Well, song. you know, not not top top story, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> no, no, not a great story, but choose uh, um, like words carefully. I am trying to try. It's just um, it's an emotional story. Dylan basically, well, massive Wolves fan, goes to all the Wolves games. Dylan tragically went went totally blind four years ago, but still attends every game. Well, I'm not sure if he goes. Not sure if he goes away. I think he tra- no. I think he does go away. He does go away. He was in flipping crew at pre-season. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway. Um. Walks walks from the train station to the ground. Incredible. Um. With his, his lovely sister, who we met last night as well, yeah. and, on, and on Sunday. Um, oh, what was the what was the line he had about walking to the to, <laughs> falling down the potholes? Oh, he said. Um, Matt, Matt, Matt Murray in an interview with him uh, before he got the award said, oh, I, "I bet you could walk. I bet you could walk to the train station without being guided. You know, you've done it. You've done it so often to Molyneux." And he said, "Oh yeah, I'll probably fall down a few manhole covers." And then he said he could still smell the Albion fans as well when he walked past them. It was a nice, <laughs> nice line. Um, Not for Albion listeners, obviously, from the podcast. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, a gentleman, and you know he. he, he Top, top lad, he make, makes jokes about the fact that he's blind as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and um, listen, listens to Mikey Burroughs' radio commentary and Andy Thompson, and, and loved meeting them on um, on Sunday. Oh yeah, brilliant. We um, managed to set it up so that so that they could be introduced to each other before the game. Got loads of pictures at Molyneux. Really nice, humble guy, and I think he really enjoyed himself on tu- on Tuesday night, getting to meet some of the players, who, uh, going to meet Bully as well, who's mm. his hero. Um, a really, t- a really touching story, and as, as I said last night, you know we've we've had a lot of really deserving mm. fans of the year, and he's he's right up there. 
I think he said to me, I interviewed him at the end of the night, and I said, uh, what did it feel like you know, going up to, to get your role from Danny Barton? He says, well, could have been anywhere. You could have said anything, couldn't you? He <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just epitomise the guy, absolute top man. So so keep on listening, Dylan, um, and we're going to get you on at some point, I think, next season, and to uh, to uh, have you have you versus Tim Spears in the quiz. You're in a disappointing run of form there, hence why we stopped the quiz since it's a two-man show. So thanks, Dylan. Um, other winners on the night, Morgan Gibbs-White and Connor Ronan from the Youngsters. Both deserved and both looking to push through next season. Yeah, uh, I, uh, really kind of tough, tough, tough competition um, for for both awards actually. Um, Morgan Gibbs White pipped Christian Herc to the academy player. Christian Herc's had a fantastic season for the under twenty threes, but the fact the fact that Gibbs White's kind of pushed through to the to the first team, it's been his breakthrough year. Made a number of appearances, a couple of starts in the league, um, hobbled on stage because he's yeah he's out for a couple of months mm. with a fractured foot. But yeah, he's uh, you know one of the sparkling water MS. He's one of the highest regarded talents to come out of the academy in in many years. To be honest, you know they don't. I don't think they want to overstate it, obviously, because you don't want to build these guys up too much because you're only setting them up for a fall. But yeah, he's very highly regarded. I can't wait to see how he does next year. Um, and Conor Ronan, same goes for Conor Ronan. What you know, breakthrough year hasn't broke through as much as he wanted to due to injury. But the the three, four, five times he played. Very impressed with him. You know, I love watching Connor. He's a fantastic player. I've stated my love for him on this podcast before. Valentine, be my Valentine. That segment. Yeah. Your was, Valentine was Connor Ronan. Yeah, put kind of put the um, kibosh on him. Though, <laughs> yeah. Didn't Injured a week later, not seen again for the rest of the season. So he beat Brighton Bakari and Harold Burgoyne to that award. Again, two very excellent prospects mm. who've who've really made their mark this year. So yeah, stiff competition for that award. Burgoyne not happy with his meal last night. Apparently, wasn't he? No. Apparently his pork wasn't wasn't cooked particularly well. No right. I don't I don't think um I don't think the meals were done too well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like it? Uh, it was alright, my pork was a bit tough. Was it no jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me about what happened after the, the end of the night. Dearie me. Oh, dear. Didn't come in with me anyway. Um, anyway, anyway, let's talk about the star of the night, the star of the show. Is it going to be the last time we see him? It's whether or not. But we finally got some words from Helder Costa. Yeah, not us. No, well, we, we listened to him. He spoke. I'll, I'll, he is not a mute. I've been, uh, I've been trying to get an interview with Costa all year. And it, it just... <laughs> <laughs> just took Johnny Phillips to swan in on the last the last day of the season before all the players uh, leave on holiday and just yeah accosted him on stage accosted like that yeah I like that yeah um, and asked for a few words I can't remember what he said some well you've spread it over six days for the next person to start so. and he uh, he said wolves a we in a very kind of endearingly broken wolves a we <laughs> yeah that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but he did I think he just I think he, I think just you know he was very token kids don't kids don't drink alcohol and then come into work the next day this is a big warning for you okay uh, he, no he, he should say something I think it's bad that he hasn't he can speak English I think he said he spoke very well actually reckons he English <laughs> I think he said I think he just thanked thanked the players and thanked the staff and said I've had a wonderful season and emotional moment <laughs> Mosh. 
Moshe. Big listener to the podcast. A huge listener, Helder, to be fair. That's where he improves his English. (laughs) I saw a picture last night of Helder, actually. Oh, it's Uh, it's on my list to bring up later. (laughs) You fanboy. What? You fanboy. What are you talking about? Listeners, you've got to to look at his Twitter page. Please. We we spotted um, spotted some some proper little buzzer getting getting a picture with Cavalero and Costa. Oh, it was was cringeworthy. It's the photo of the night. You know, if if I think they might be sat on the same table, but loads of people going up for a picture with Costa and Cavalero. So I go, I go away doing loads of work. Obviously, I'm very busy. Oh, um, please! <laughs> and I come back busy at the bottom of a bottle of Rioja. <laughs> <laughs> I come back, turn on Twitter. Judah here <laughs> in the middle Judah. of posting a little picture on Twitter in the middle of Costa and Cavalero. Huge fanboy. I was like, oh, did, did you send me from the Express of Star? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, did, did you get anything out of them? Nope. <laughs> Just got a picture. <laughs> uh, Cavalera actually spoke to me. <coughs> he said, I enjoyed your sprinkler gate at the end of the Preston game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what voice was that? <laughs> Don't you? But, uh, yeah, um, five awards, obviously expected. <laughs> so, so, hang on, t- talk me through it. Go what? On. Did you just go up and say, oh, lads, can I have a picture? Well, they're eating the desserts, tucking, tucking away, and I'm like, well, I'm talking about, we're probably not going to see one, if not both, next season, potentially, you never know. So, um, Costa, arguably, obviously I'm not too well-read in the whole Wolves history, but for me, the second best player ever to play for Wolves, in my opinion. Um, behind Says. <laughs> behind Says? Says? Gladden. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought get a little pick, and you know he he tapped me on the back. Obviously knew you know who we were, and big you know big podcast listeners, and got a little picture. <laughs> so what did you do? You just went up to him. Oh, go on. What did, what did you actually say? I was like, boy, and they just kind of smiled and half smiled, and I was like, just quick pick, like yeah, yeah, and then took the picture, and then good to go. <laughs> but if you look at the picture, if you look if you look at the picture, more concerning in the picture is the, is is the evil server in the background. <laughs> Yeah. There's a guy in the background of that picture who I don't know whether he's a ghost or don't know whether he was real real life, but he's definitely a bunny boiler. <laughs> Watch it. It's an interesting tweet. It's an interesting tweet. So okay, so five awards cleaned up. Um, Dave Edwards um, was was speaking on I guess behalf of Cost before he decided to, to come four, up with a few lines. Awards, four awards. Four awards. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, kind of said, you know, we really hope he stays. So was that more, we really hope he stays, they, they know he's going, or is that really hope he stays, is in like what happened to, to Sacco, you know, a couple of years ago? Oh, well, you know, what, what, else can you, what else can you say, really? Obviously, everybody wants him to stay. Mm. It, like I say, it was the same with Sacco a couple but would of years he, would ago. But would he, would he say that if he knew that he was going? I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody knows. Certainly, certainly the players haven't been kind of told. It's my, you know... Strong suspicion that he's going, and I've spoke to a couple of people who, who've, who've suggested as much. So I, 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 I would predict he won't be here next season. I don't know where he's going, but mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be here. Well, when I was speaking to, to Helds last oh, night, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he was tucking into it to his fruit and uh, and caramel praline. He said, "If the food's like this, mate, I'm staying Wampton." <laughs> What accent was that? I don't know. I'm just going out with a random random accent. Praline. You mean praline? Praline. 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 What was it? Prawns? Was it made of prawns, was it? Praline Fowler. Pra- <laughs> Pra- 
Praline. It's praline, mate. It's, it's praline. praline. It's praline. Like I say, when you go to these Michelin star restaurants, you work your way outside to in with the cutlery tip. It's not just the same fork. <laughs> oh, I really want to swear. But f you, Judah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy is still drunk. It's unbelievable. I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> and you need a break. You need a break. You need a break. Um, go to Massive Inn. Go to Massive Inn. Quickly. Massive Inn. Tim, where are we Massive Inn this week? Where are we Massive Inn this week? Timothy Spears, our where... second to last Massive Inn of the season. Yes. Uh, 1,500 very welcome listens this week. Thank, Thank you. Thanking you. <laughs> Thanking you. Thank you. Uh, I thought we'd do a little top 10. Oh, top 10. Uh, do you want to guess? Oh, yeah, I like it. Top 10 overall. Uh, uh, no, well, just last week. Oh yeah, okay. okay. But we never, in, I never really do top ten, so. Um, okay. Oh, I find it. I was on, I'm almost on the quiz spot here. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Rolls reversed. United Kingdom. Numero uno. 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 Carla Kimi. Uno. I'm gonna say. Number two. Um, Matt Doherty. Well, I'm not gonna say two. I'll give you, it could be in the top ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go on. Yeah. Um, I know that we've got a few from Canada. Canadian number yeah. five. Five on the list. Rich okay. Stearman. Ooh, Canada. And I'm going to say, because I think it's been on there quite often, Australia. Australia. Number two, Matt, oh. Matt Doherty. Number two. I'm massively setting myself up for a fall here with these squad You are, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't, didn't realise you were doing with that, anyway, to be fair. I just thought they were from there. Um, yeah. uh, France. Yeah, sneaking at number ten. Oh, ho, ho, scraping, yeah. hell. Yeah. Wee wee. Wee wee. Uh, I'm going to say, España. Viva! Yeah. Number six. 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 Five for five, as you might say. Yes. Uh, um, the good old USA. USA. Yes, number three. Oh, number three. Number three. Number three. Oh, goodness me. Okay, here we go. Mm, I don't think we've got a massive following in Germany, but is it in the top ten? I'm going to say... New Zealand. Uh-uh. Oh. Uh-uh. Five to find. Um, Ireland. Sorry, four to find. Ireland, three to find. Oh, oh come on, I needed that. Was good. That was three good left. One. Number seven, eight, and nine still on the list. Seven, eight, and nine. Um, uh, United Arab Emirates. Uh-uh. Oh, I I don't. Okay, okay, okay. I want to go Scandinavia. Um, yeah, I want to go Scandinavia, but I don't know which one to go. Sweden, Finland, and Norway. Those are the three countries at the top of the country. I'm going to say Finland. Uh, oh. Uh, right, right, right. Hit me. Uh, seven is Thailand. Thailand wouldn't have got that. Thailand. Bit of Bangkok. Norway. Norvege. And nine is the Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. Gladon Banter. Gladon Banter. That's where he is. Oh, so, decent. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Also, let's do in the Island Island. Island Sorry. Island. Uh, Tommy. Tommy. He's commented to say, <laughs> Yeah. Good banter. Bants from Tommy. Oh, we also like an episode of Dallas. Oh, we? Dallas. Dallas. Like Very good. Um, the new episode uh, coming on this week, Island Islands, featuring on channel three. <laughs> Go on. You ready? Yeah. Massive, massive news. The first series of. Mork and Mindy. Nanu, nanu. Mork and Mindy, closely followed by a double bill with Challenge Annika. <laughs> Apparently. Nanu. 
<laughs> Dirty Dan's getting his divorce, <laughs> divorce papers this week. <laughs> <laughs> On the stairs of the Queen Vic. Damning, damning. They're, uh, they're getting a bit, getting a bit excited about. Uh... <laughs> get it, get it out, man. Up, up and coming. Come on, it's up and coming comic. <laughs> Bernard Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard, Bernard, is he coming on? Is he? Oh dear! But it's okay because oh, he can dear. be a bit. He can be a bit, a bit blue. But for the kids, there's there's a cartoon show with Keith and Orville that's going to be starting soon. <laughs> Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Tommy. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's okay. If not, then Forty Towers on twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Go on, right. then, hit me. Uh, yeah, no, we're big somewhere new this week. Go on. Quite a well-established country. Yeah. On the list, Central Central Europe based. Central Europe, Belgium. No. Luxembourg. No. Keep going east. Um, Latvia. No. Um, Close. Italy. No, north, northern. Russia. West. Oh, oh, not great with those ones in the middle. <laughs> the Czech Republic. Oh, Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, as it used to be known mm. until 1989. Soviet Union. Yes, mm. yes, mm. yes. Um, apparently the Czech Republic is the sixth most peaceful country in the world really I haven't seen this league table Mm. uh, but apparently it's very peaceful Uh, it's also got the lowest unemployment rate in Europe oh very interesting Uh, population oh Czech Republic Mm. 78 million 10 million oh (laughs) overpopulated yeah Uh, capital city of the Czech Republic uh, give me the letter. You know, give me the letter. On, obvious. I'm sure you've been there. Uh, Romania. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, I don't know. Prague, man. Oh, Prague. I've been to Prague. Uh, oh, it's too, it's too, too low breath. Right, don't want to get in touch with that. So. Uh, popular sports of Czechoslovakia. Yep. Uh, top three. I'm back here to get top two. I've got a top three here. Mm, football. Football. Foosball. Foosball. Ice hockey. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. And Bas- sh- basketball. Shooting. Oh, shooting. Okay. It's okay, third. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, most caps. Oh. Czechoslovakia. Who was the guy I used to play? The Czech guy. No, he still plays, whoever it is. Uh, I was going to say Karol Popolski. Popolski. No. No. Current, current player, very well known. Okay. Liverpool? No. Oh, I was going to say Smeetsa, didn't he? Use it, wasn't he? No, st- still playing. Okay. Czechoslovakia. Um, Chelsea? Clues in the name. Petr Cech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Top scorer? Petr Cech. <laughs> um, well, well, no. I don't think he played. No, he never played over here. Well okay. known. When, uh, they, when they were doing good. No. Jan Koller. No. Big bald guy? Yeah, ger- played a lot in Germany. Yes. 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 Uh, FIFA ranking? Um, not too bad. 26th. 46. Ah, disappointing. Just to be off. second. Before? For a few years. Mm. Um, when they made got to the finals of the um, European Championships. A little bit of a European Championships 1990. 
Six. <laughs> yes, well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, towns and cities. Towns and cities, Bants. All UK based. Okay, I'll get these. All I'm nail new. These. All newbies. Name in the counties. Okay. Ready? No, goodness me. Swandley Coates. Um, uh, Wiltshire. Derbyshire, unlucky. Mm-hmm. We are massive in Banbridge this week. Banbridge is Surrey. Northern Ireland. No. Northern Ireland. Chichester. Chichester is Lincolnshire. West Sussex. Yeah. You're not doing very well here. No. Four to go. Starting Ascot. Ascot is. Come on, you know this. You've been there. Is Oxfordshire. Berkshire. Unlucky. Berkshire. Uh, Esher. Esher. Yorkshire. Surrey. Unlucky. Kinross. Kinross. Um, that's got to be uh, Penrith. Perthshire and Kinross. Yes. Excellent news. <laughs> and finally, Ely. Can you get one? Ely. 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 Lovely part of the world, Cambridgeshire. Ely. Cambridgeshire. Oh, he's in there. He's Boom. In there. Boom. He's in there right at the end. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks to all our listeners. We Thank cannot you. tell you how much we love and appreciate love every single one of you. the listeners. Even James Fielden. Even Jimmage. Who's going to make us massive... Cakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone's hungry. <laughs> He's going to make us... No, in fact, I'm not going to say where he's going to make us massive because it might... A little spoiler for next week. Oh, nice. Exciting. He's somewhere exotic at the moment. Oh, I'm sure he's going to get us extra views and listens, but he actually is going to just make us massive in... Yeah, in okay. a, yeah, a country we haven't featured before. Ah, oh, decent. Can't wait for a bit of Zambia. <laughs> no? No, no. Shall we um, take a look at back of the season, Timothy? Okay, okay. It seems a long time ago that we're in Photo Island in the beautiful city of Cork. Green grass. Cheers, Fergus. Yes, cheers, Fergus. Sorting us out for a a nice little room. I didn't have to share with this lump on the red wine all night. Incredible scenes. Um, Thanks very much. No, no, it was was a very enjoyable time, Timothy. Enjoyed it very much. Um, Kenny Jacket was there with one signing. One goalkeeper signing who's not very good. Whoa. He's not very good. Andy, if you're listening. He's not very good. Is he? Is he? Good Andy, keeper? Is he a good keeper? Andy. Is he a good keeper? Andy. Is he a good keeper? Because you missed you missed the best day, of course, didn't you? In uh in Cork. <laughs> nice <laughs> nicely did, moving on there. We did, we did, Swiftly moving on. We did the hard slog. Yeah. Slogging Al. You know, the views weren't great. No, no. nobody mm-hmm. gave a damn, to be honest. We mm. went all the way to Cork. Mm. Hits on the website weren't great. No, they weren't too bad. They weren't too bad, but they weren't great. No. Well that's why and they flew then, me uh, out there. Judah Judah left on the Wednesday. Yeah. Me, leaving me alone for the Thursday and the Friday. Yeah. What happens on Thursday? Take over, baby. Take over. Take over, Fosun. An incredible day. Mental day. Yeah. Um, Kenny Jacket future probably in the balance when that happens. He, well, he didn't know. He didn't know. Um, and then ten days later, or a few days later, Kenny Jacket sacked. Yeah. Ten hours later, Walter Zenger appointed. Oh, what a day that was! I mean, just incredible. Weren't you in the pub then? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Friday it's funny night. you join these dots, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, God, what was going to say? Uh, it it had been quite been quite a busy week. Yeah. Friday night out after work. Yeah. Stayed out. Carried on drinking. Mm. Mm. Eleven thirty mm. p.m. Looked at my phone. Yeah. This is, this is a long story. It's on vibrate, my okay. phone. But I hadn't felt it because I was too busy literally dancing on the dance floor yep. with a Jaeger bomb in my hand. And, and a bottle of red. Opened, uh, <laughs> looked at my phone, 
at, le- at least at least seven missed calls. Yeah. Uh, several several messages mm-hmm. and, lots and that was of, just from the misses and lots of tweets <laughs> and lots of tweets. Kenny's gone. Kenny's gone. Uh, Could yeah. you believe it? So um, quickly. It was like I, I I had had a few drinks and I, I can only compare it to being told that somebody's died. Yeah, I you know completely sobered up within mm. seconds. Yeah, it was a massive shock mm-hmm. at that time because who gets sacked at half eleven on a Friday night? Yeah, and they obviously you know wanted Lopetegui. He turned them down l- pretty much literally at the last minute because of the Spain job. Because they wanted to announce you know uh, the takeover in Lopetegui at the mm. same time, mm. and then he got the Spain job two hours before the takeover. Incredible, if you remember. yeah, just astonishing. Um, but they obviously decided they didn't want Kenny. Got rid of Kenny for uh, some guy they, some guy. It's just unbelievable. Some guy that nobody had heard of. I mean, just putting in front of the cameras and and he got a roasting. To be fair, in the press conference, yeah, he got a bit of a rinsing. Yeah, that Sky Sports guy. First ever question: How long are you gonna? You won't be here next year, will you, Walter? No. He was right though. He was right. To be fair, he was Gary, right. Gary Cottrell. And so you've got, and so you've got this bizarre situation. First game of the season where you know you sign all these crazy players. You've got a new manager, you've got a new media officer, whatever Booty called himself. You know, you've got all these multi-millions of pounds, you broke the transfer record. And uh, and then you look, we go to Rotherham United on the first game of the season, you look at the director's box. I know, the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, the Chuckle Brothers, yeah. <laughs> but that front row, could you quite believe it? Well, I didn't really know any of them were. So, <laughs> so. Worth a lot of money. <laughs> didn't recognise any of them except for Mr. Mendes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was when Chairman Gore uh, turned up and the president of Benfica, his name escapes me. But th- 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 those those weeks were remarkable, really, looking back. Even more remarkable now, in, looking in hindsight. I mean, I, I, I hadn't heard of many of the players that came in. No. Nope. I don't think that's doing nope. us a disservice. No. Nope. Um, I mean, when you studied them all on Wikipedia, yeah. uh, they all had individual pedigrees. Of course, everyone was experts about it, watching a couple of YouTube clips from goals. Yeah. No, they all had uh, they all had pedigrees. So I'm glad on. Yeah. Um, and but it was it just kind of slowly kind of dawned on you, you know, mm. how the hell is this going to work? Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna put all this together? It very quickly became evident that Zenga wasn't having any say in these transfers. The fact that he was in Dubai on transfer deadline day, yes, uh, kind of confirmed that. So it just yeah, it's kind of done. How's this? How's this going to work? And then of course the season started so well. Six six uh, games, undefeated in six six games unbeaten. This of course was with all the old players plus Bod Varson. Mm-hmm. And then the problems were when he started to integrate the new signings. We but, all got carried away a little bit, didn't we? I think and we got taken. Yeah, because you know, it was such up. a good start, and Zenga was so passionate and got everybody so excited with his mm-hmm. enthusiasm. He, you know, including us. He was mm-hmm. he was great company. Mm-hmm. You know, when he felt like it. Yeah. Sometimes he was a nightmare, and I, I don't yeah. know it was the same for the players as well. Sometimes a great communicator, other times not. Um, I, I've, I've kind of kind of reassessed him a bit, bit more recently. I, I I think he should have been. Well, I said at the time he should have been given more time. Yeah. And I think if if you look if you look at the, the, the football that was played, it wasn't too bad. That Leeds home game, mm. the the day the the last game before he got sacked, they had sixteen shots, I think it was, and um, it was just goal scoring that was the problem. I'm going through the fixtures. But, I'm just going through the fixtures from top to bottom, start to finish. And you look at the run that got him the sack, and you think, Phew. it's amazing how little time he actually got, to well, be honest. Lost, you know what I mean? lost six out of ten, and he was gone in 87 days. Yeah, but I know someone had a worse record than that. Who's that? Later on in the season. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, for someone to come in with 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 that amount of of new players well, and, I think, and new I think staff, they just, I think they decided it wasn't working. But but for me, in hindsight, I think Walter wouldn't have done too bad a job on his own, right? As you know, making decisions, being yeah. being the boss. Because mm. let's face it, some people have him as a bit of a joke, but at the same time, this is a guy who's played at the highest level, one of the world's he, best players. He was naive. He was naive. You look at that Barnsley game. Four nil to Barnsley. Nil nil with twenty minutes left, mm-hmm. and they lose four nil. I can't remember the midfield that day, but it, I remember Stearman looking, looking at, or looking, both looking were. back, weren't they? Yeah, saying, the, what yeah, protection am I well, getting? Everyone blamed the defence that day, but the midfield four There's in front no of them that finished the game. I think it was Cavalero, Costa, Texera. And on Yange, I think, yeah. was the four. I mean, bloody hell, you're going to get no protection from that. So extremely naive in that respect. But he was learning. He was learning. But the problem for me... Well, it's a match of the season when they've gone to that and then they go to Newcastle and win 2-0. No, I mean, that sums up literally what all the season has been about. The, the, pro- the problem for me was, was the structure that he was working in, which I don't think was ever going to work, in the fact that you had Booty essentially essentially you know running things mm. and having a massive say in um, in team selection and transfer you think you'd have, you yeah. think you'd have a yeah, big absolutely. say in team selection but his role was never defined zenga completely cut himself off from the rest of the club and booty kind of you know man managed him yeah which is completely the wrong thing to do um and also mendes's involvement as well because you had 12 players come in and i still don't know exactly who signed who mm. It's still not still not clear to me. I'm sure there's a few people who have a bad sense like, oh, no, I wouldn't have anything to do with that one. But I think even people at the club wouldn't be able to give you a definitive list mm. because they were coming from here, there and everywhere. And to ask Walter Zenger, a man who hadn't achieved success for a little while, never managed in England before, to ask him to bring it all together was an impossible job. It'd be impossible for most experienced British managers to pull that mm. together. So I do feel a bit sorry for him. He was massively thrown, thrown in the deep end, out of his comfort zone. Um... Uh, the, the one thing I will say for him was his man management was very poor. I mean, he used to take twenty-five players to away games, and then he and then he wouldn't even tell the players that weren't on the bench why they weren't being picked. So a lot of them were were disillusioned, um, caused caused few issues in the squad, uh, which still haven't really been resolved because Paul Lambert's still got too big bigger squad to work mm-hmm. with. But but Lambert, you know, just at least players know where they stand with him. Zenga didn't do that, and that was that was a big downfall for him. Yeah, and those those four defeats in fine Wigan, Norwich, Brighton, Leeds as well. I think it was. Finished him off really, didn't he? Of course, was that, that well? I tell you what, actually killed him off was that Villa game because they should have well, won, won it. Yeah. Should have beat Villa five one, and yeah. they, they only drew with them. So after um, just a few months in charge, we're looking at our third manager, Mr. Rob Edwards, interim, only a couple of games. And at the time, we kind of thought that obviously he's, he's highly thought of at the club. That maybe a couple of good results, and we, we might have been working with Rob Edwards a, lo- a little bit more this yeah, season. Yeah, well, he's so highly regarded at the club, and he's a fantastic coach. Every, everybody loves him. Um, Got some great ideas on the game. I think he's got a big future in the game, to be honest. I think he's still only 33, 34. It's it's all about timing for him, you know, where he cuts his teeth in management. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think, you know, rightly, um, the, it was too big a job for him. If, if you look at the trouble that Wolves were soon in as far as a relegation battle go, Rob mm. Edwards wouldn't have been the man for that, and I'm sure he'd probably admit it himself. So, um, But, you know, he's very highly regarded. He's, he's been deliberately kept on by the hierarchy through all these managerial changes from Kenny to Walter to Paul. Rob Edwards has been the one constant. Some fans see that, see that as a negative because the team are struggling. But come on, you know, he's, he's a coach in the background. Mm. Um, he knows what he's doing and he's, yeah, he's got a big future in the game. So Paul Lambert comes in. Um, pleased with the appointment overall? Before you, know, before you knew anything was going to work out, what were you... I mean, obviously it was kind of like mixed, mixed, mixed kind of emotions from, from I think fans. it was kind of underwhelming for, for a lot of people. I think the problem was that as soon as um, Zenga went, people were talking about Sam Allardyce because he was unemployed at the time. And once you set the bar that high, any other guy is going to be a disappointment, really. 
But then equally, I think Nigel Pearson scared a lot of people, including me, yeah. uh, ostrich banter. Um, no, I think I think I think a lot of people um, were terrified that Nigel Pearson was going to get appointed, given the, the the massive problems he just had at Derby. So uh, when people kind of analysed Lambert's record and saw what he'd done with Norwich, and looked past what happened at Villa, I think mm. everybody everybody was was pleased mm. with the appointment. But the issue that Lambert's had, it, a he had, he had no honeymoon period. And now he's had no leeway at all. If you remember, it only took three games for what I would consider to be fairly sensible, right-minded Wolves fans. Yeah. Literally saying on Twitter, should, should this guy be sacked? Mm. After three matches. Yeah. So he had he had no leeway. And I think that's because of the prejudices that come with the problems he had at Villa. Right. Because obviously, you know, the black country is such a kind of incestual hotbed mm. of football. Oh, an incestual hotbed of football. But, you know, everybody, everybody mixes and everybody knows yeah. each other and everybody talks about the other teams, yeah. you know, Albion, Warsaw, Blues, yeah. Villa, mm. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mm. So everybody knows the intricacies of the other clubs. Everybody knows the massive problems he had at Villa. And Villa fans haven't forgiven him for it and he's lambasted by Villa fans. So Wolves fans have kind of picked up on that as well, I think, which means that whenever he's had a little bit of a bad spell, they've turned on him really quickly. And I don't think that would be the case with other managers. I'm not talking about British and foreign here. I'm just talking about the the preconceptions that Lambert's arrived with, which uh, are still counted against him. But three wins in in you know in the six games and a nil nil to start for the Preston, which needed to happen. They needed to to, to get a clean sheet. I think it was really important. I can remember that weather being horrendous at Preston. Do you remember? Freezing. Pouring down and freezing. Um, but he did the job there, and then January was really the month that set that set Wolves up, didn't it, for the season and what it's going to be remembered for. I think. Yeah, and that, 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 that kind of showed Lambert's um, strength in the tactical department. <clears throat> we really began to see an away team form. Again, this has been a big problem. Home fans who don't go away will think of Lambert as a bit of a um, Neanderthal as far as tactics go because he hasn't managed to change his ways at home. Um, but away from home, we saw at Sheffield Wednesday, we saw the first signs of it on January the 2nd when they completely outplayed Sheffield Wednesday, who of course were in the playoffs. Should have won that day. They carried that form on to Stoke the week after. Brilliant win. And then, of course, we saw Liverpool. An amazing day. One of my one of my favourite days in football. Yeah, without um, doubt. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. You know, I'll never forget it. Brilliant day. Um, and, then, and, and then games like Villa as well. And Barnsley away. Mm-hmm. Which so, everybody thought, <laughs> after the Lord May's show, that was the classic go, go there and get beat 2-1. And they were, they were excellent without Costa. Yes, without Costa, yeah. Uh, for me, for me, January showed what Wolves are capable of. Mm-hmm. And under Lambert, and what some of the players like bloody George Savile and Lee Evans completely mm. bossing Stoke's first yeah. choice midfield, stuff like that. Courtney Hawes was amazing. That showed me how good they can be. But February kind yeah. of really showed up the fact that these guys aren't consistent winners mm-hmm. because you had the same players who were bossing it at Stoke and Liverpool falling apart against Burton and Wigan, and that's that's a mentality problem, and that's a mentality problem that Lambert's trying to eradicate. And that's why he's saying, for God's sake, give me some time. You know, I know, I know which of these players can and can't do it. I've learned so much about them. I need to fix it in the summer. And he's got to, he's got to end the season, and he, and he, and he has bought himself some time. However, with that horrendous run of fixtures, they went on to win five in a row. But people forget that first game of that five in a row was home against Rotherham, one of the worst sides in the league, where they could should have lost that game, let alone oh, drawn it. Those, and um, that could have been game over for him. Those, it could have been that 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 game. Those, I mean, he's. We saw improvement in the first the first kind of game of that month, I think, was at, at Reading when they should have beaten Reading and somehow they mm. lost. And then they went to Ipswich and they hit the bar twice in the last five minutes. They should have won there. And the pressure just kept ramping up and ramping up. And that Rotherham game was just horrendous to what is proper through the fingers kind of uh, watching. Somehow managed to get through. Rotherham had a chance in the injury time. 
four-yard volley into the stand. If that goes in, yeah, yeah it, it might have been a very different story. I know, do, you I know, do you think he'd have gone? I know the pressure on him was huge at that time. Jeff Shee was in the country at that time as well. It's it's impossible to say, but yeah, there's there's a decent chance he would have gone, to be honest. Um, but it's such fine margins. You look at that game, and then you look at the next game, Brentford mm. away. Mm. Astonishing football match. Wolves had 24 shots to Brentford's nine. They completely outplayed them, and yet with four minutes to go, they're 1-0 down. Yeah. And then this incredible turnaround, probably the highlight of the season for me, as in for, for a feeling, no, not, not just because you weren't there, <laughs> but the feeling that, you know, I've been a Wolves fan for 20 years. You know, it's hard It's hard to hide that sometimes, even mm. though I'm a reporter now. Mm. But the, when those goals went in, I mean, the Wolves, Wolves press guys were all up as well. Well, as much as you can stand up in that press box. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's tight. An, ama- an amazing turnaround, and that set them up. That set them up for the next. Set them up, certainly set them up for Fulham a few days later when they when they deservedly won there, and then two more home wins against Cardiff and Forest to to finish it off. So, but yeah, such fine margins. They could easily have lost to Rotherham mm. and to Brentford. Mm. As it transpires, they won both. Lambert's still here. Finished the season disappointingly, but then you still going going to places like Leeds, where we're trying to trying to get into the playoffs and win there. So it hasn't really changed from that that, that topsy turvy team and. I guess, as Laurie Dalrymple said, I think he said it very well in the you know in the awards last night that they don't want to be this roller coaster anymore. They need consistency, and I think that's exactly what Paul Lambert's got to ensure next season. Yeah, and, that, and that's all about additions in the transfer market this summer. And I've said it time and again, Lambert's got to have the authority to make the changes that he wants. If there's meddling above from George Mendes, from Jeff Shee, whatever, if if other people are bringing players in that Lambert doesn't know about, I don't think he'll hang around. He's got previous for walking at Blackburn. Um, some really important discussions to be made in the very near future. We're talking, you know, the next week here. Mm. Very, very interesting. Um, he's never going to have his, his, you know, I don't think he's ever going to have the crowd behind him completely. He's always going to get a bit of an... Right, well, he, he will if they win the league. I mean, you know, well, if win the league, yeah. Mick McCarthy had it as well. Mick McCarthy mm. had a really, really rough time in his second season. Uh, a lot of fans wanted him to go because he had this kind of dour uh, persona, gruff Yorkshireman, mm. Neanderthal tactics, people thought as well. But lo and behold, he, he had a winning team next year and they won the league. And, and now he's celebrated as one of Wolves' greatest managers in the last kind of 50 years. But he's still in for a bit of abuse because it's time for Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! <laughs> Brought to you. That was weird. <laughs> But, but strangely enchanting. <laughs> Should we do a little take for when people trying to get to sleep at night? Just have that on through the night. Wow. Talk about sending you to the asylum. Okay. Um, we've got some abuse of the week. Timothy Spears, I know we have. A little bit. A lot of it inflicted by you, Nathan By Judah. me, by what me. the horrendous picture that you put me on Twitter last night. Um, picture, uh, did I? Of some you know full well. Which picture? I, I just put in some ridiculous bloody face expression when you've got a picture of Steve Bull. Like a bulldog chewing a wasp type picture. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my analogy. <laughs> David Landucci's analogy. Analogy. Another what? Looks like Tim just spotted a sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> Josh uh, Bruton, WFC. When you realise you're a budget Nathan Judah. Whoa! It's wow. the strongest abuse I've received this season. I haven't blocked you yet, Bruton WWFC. But when I get back to my desk, what that's a legend. the first thing I am doing. Brew dog legend. Worst thing I've ever heard. You're just a budget. No, you no, can call no. me sticks and stones may break my bones, but words budget will never hurt me no, except no, for calling me a budget Nathan <laughs> Judah. <laughs> I guess I'm surprised you haven't blocked them yet anyway. I am going to, Josh. You're getting it. No, he's a, incredible scenes. 
not not much else really. I, I, a few people tweeted me last night saying, "Bloody hell, the stick that Tim Spears is getting mm. during the awards ceremony." I don't know why, um, and I didn't really see it. But I think I've muted so many people. Now I didn't really see it either, and, and blocked many more. Okay, that, um, other people see this abuse, and I don't. Uh. So, so maybe this would be a new thing. Uh, email me uh, <laughs> the abuse that you see from from Tim's blockers. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, there's a lot that I don't see. So um, yeah, send it my way. That's about it, really. Oh, oh you, you put out that um, that uh, brown envelope picture. Oh yes, yes I did. Yes, um, of of um, on Sunday, someone someone gave me something in a brown envelope. They literally did saying Tim um, Spears. It was very 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 strange. And I kept it by my laptop during the game on Sunday. Judah posted a picture. Dave Edwards love letter. Oh nice. Says Jonathan. So, I asked him to guess what was in there. And Martin says, "Has Dave Edwards returned those compromising photos?" Oh, not really abuse. I just quite find it quite funny. Yeah. Dangerous day. Spoke very well. I thought last night. To be but uh, uh, Jason, top lad Jason on Twitter oh. said he can't wait for abuse of the week this week. So he he must have seen something last night. Ah, oh, okay. So J Jace, J Dog, get, get in touch. <laughs> J Meister. What did I miss, Jace? What did he miss? What did Tim Spears miss? Um, let's have a look. I tell you who did miss plenty this season. Plenty of chances. Well, I like where this is going. Guilt edged chances. It's the final. <laughs> It's the final, final, final. I don't know why I'm crying. It's happy tears. Lambert's watch of the season. Ricky Lambert. Six goals to get. Just six measly goals from a Premier League striker. An England international dropping down the league. Surely, surely 10 to 15 was the spread. But oh no, Adam Judas Star goes for six. He gets laughed off. I'll have some of that. Costa coffees for the year. You don't know what you're talking about. Going into yesterday, going into the weekend, Ricky Lambert was on four goals for the season. That's four goals. At the end of the game, Ricky Lambert, who came on as a substitute in a 3 0 win at Huddersfield. Did he? He came on. 78th minute substitute for two goal Kenneth Zahore, who finished the season in prolific form and also was uninjured, despite Tim Spears' express <laughs> comments throughout um, episodes 20 to 27, asking him to do a cruciate. Um, <laughs> he came on and, and did had little impact and finished the season on four goals. That means that Adam Judas Star gets Costa Coffee for the whole of next season. How do you feel? Are we not doing double or quits? There's no, there's no double oh, or squits. There's no du double or squits. No, we'll, we'll have a bet next season, but you'll still be great in the Costas in. I, th I just think we should, uh, we, you know. No, 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 no. When he ends up at Oxford United, next Mansfield. Oh, what? So, so, so the Costa Coffees basically get Stone just... Thorpe. So what happens then? They just get stopped? Well, it just doesn't happen. It's double or quits. No, no, it, so. no, no, no. You're the getting the Costas in now, from now on, from now on. And next season, you're getting the Costas in. And we can do it until until there's a different bet that takes place. But in that meantime, you're still getting the coffees in. I'm going to grind you down. And you can't grind me down. And we're going to do double or quits next season. Wherever he ends up, maybe Molyneux. 1,000. 1,000. start the rumour? Yes, yeah, start the rumour. You get Lam it out there. Lambert's a wolf. Yeah, I want you to be more consistent um, to starting next week because you've been With a bit what? you've been a bit all over the place this week. What's this your problem? Week. A little, little bit of a 
A little bit of red wine? <laughs> That's my problem, a little bit of alcohol poisoning? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so thank you very much, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And um, we will have um, a really good show next week. Looking forward to it. Uh, from me, Nathan Judah, from him. Me. Tim Spears. Um, have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>